A recording in progress indeed. I'd say it's a recording in progress indeed. It seems like a recording in progress. Willy nilly nonsense! <laughs> Howdy do, neighborinos. These chicks are in there doing TikTok dances! Alright. How are the, uh, how are the black republicans doing? I'm pissed! Mm -hmm. Royally pissed! However, I am pissed. Royally Indeed. I mean, Jesus it was a white man, too. But oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Uh-huh. Let's get this thing up and or running. This is a Wine Cellar Media. I am William J. Jackson, a.k.a. Dark Skin Nigglesworth. Phoenix Kaliter is having a rest. And it looks like this household is sliding into homeschooling. Hmm. <laughs> Because it is uh, hard to get into a gosh darn school out here with the uh, with the pandemic action happening, and you, we're really just we're not doing that in person shit. The fuck, nigga, what? Hell no. That shit is not logical. It's just a bad idea to do. It is anti pragmatic. In person learning is not how you follow Occam's razor, kids. Okay, but. You know how America is. Oh, cool. I love stupid bullshit like this. Yeah, and I, I swear to fuck, when I just walk around Michigan and I see some of these right-wingers, all that's in my head... You are the goddamn whitest person I've ever seen. <laughs> all right. <clears throat> and that is another part of the gosh darn rise and grind, as they call it. Which seemed like some, some good hustle idea, right? Like, we're all under capitalism... And yeah, you really get that coming from a lot of rappers, too, when I was coming up. You know, listen to some E-40. He's always saying, be about your paper, man. Right? Stack up your fetty. And uh, yeah, you really do just have to if you're coming from the working class or heavily impoverished level. Like, I've really, I've double worked my entire adulthood. Like, before the podcast and the factory shit, it was the restaurant work and bootlegging uh, CDs and DVDs, right? Which is, you gotta be up doing that shit. And it, it, thank goodness for fucking things like Bear Share, LimeWire, Kazaa, and whatnot, right? Getting the damn jewel cases and the blank CDs and then moving up to DVDs. God, and um, and also I was selling raps as well. Like some folks may have heard me uh, rhyme on the podcast. Like, yeah, I was selling raps. Matter of fact, getting my first apartment, which I consider before my adulthood because I was still a teenager and also wasn't even at 25 yet, which to my understanding has something to do with fully developed brains. I'm not a brainologist, all right? <laughs> but to my understanding, around the age of 25, you know, you really got something going on under your skull there. And even then, when I got my first apartment, I was um, selling rap CDs out the backpack and working out of a McDonald's restaurant. Always at it. Rise and grind. Right? Like my old homies I ran with at that time, um, uh, Sarcosis and them, like heads new, right? 5 a.m. is uptime. And also 10 p.m., William's going to sleep. Don't know what y'all doing, but William's going to sleep. Because 5 a.m., 
we have to be up. Why do we have to be up at 5 a.m.? Because we burned our CDs last night. We got our burned CDs ready to go. We might want to burn like 10 more. And then we need to get on the first bus so that we can get to Office Max as soon as it opens. As soon as Office Max opens so that we can uh, make copies of what we called our album covers for like five, 10, seven cents a copy, something like that. Make those copies and then take, make sure we have our scissors or they have one of those little slicer tables at the Office Max and fucking cut those things down to CD size so we can fold them and insert them into the jewel cases to sell our CDs out the backpack so that when someone gets the CD, they can see the track listing printed, you know, the name of the artist, the name of the album on our little paper copies that we made. Had to have that shit done and have that shit done before seven so we can catch the 645 bus to Lakewood because Lakewood is where you're going to get on the bus to get to Seattle. And we're not going to get to Seattle until like 10 a.m. And even then, it's going to be about another hour because now we're in Seattle and we need to get to North Seattle, the most productive area for that time for selling CDs out the backpack. You want to get to the Northgate Mall area and we're not going to get there until inside the hour of 11 going into lunchtime, which is the hot hour to start selling CDs. So if we don't get up by 5 a.m., we're not going to get that shit done. We have to rise and fucking grind, as they say. <laughs> All right. And uh, I've just always done that shit. Right. And then got the McDonald's job on top of that, trying to get the um the first apartment when I was 19. Yeah, shit was tough. And then, you know, get that whole day done. Sell those CDs up in uh, Northgate. You know, uh, when that spot slows down, you head over to um the, the, the mall on the south side in Seattle and you go there and you slang on. You head to the um the downtown area. Folks know Pike's Place and all that. Shit, hey, you may have been out there in 2002 and ran into us. Want to support local hip-hop? <laughs> and uh, we out there, uh, the Starbucks is out there, maybe getting into a, a cypher with some of the Seattle MCs out there just because hip-hop culture was alive like that. Maybe get into a cypher, maybe battle a couple niggas, get our hip-hop on. And then, um, and then on the way back, we hit Tacoma Mall on the way back going into the evening hours. Because that's when folks are piling into the Tacoma Mall for some reason, right? Maybe sling a few CDs, run into some of the Tacoma homies, kick the shit, and also stop inside of um, the FYE store for your entertainment and pick up a couple more of them 50 packs, right? Them 50 packs of uh, blank CDs and those uh, 40 packs. I don't know. Yeah, they would sell the CDs in 50s and the cases in 40s and get those 40 packs of jewel cases, right buy them shits <clears throat> stop at mcdonald's get something to eat you know have a nutritious dinner and all that and then take the cds back to uh Sarkosis's crib to start burning cds again to go up and crack it off the next day yeah that rise and grind shit and i was uh talking to max um uh patreon subscriber uh holding it down with the podcast for a while now here and um, we were talking about uh, Max is into writing, right? And I do the podcast, and then we both work on top of that. And, like, 
I was saying, you know, the cold shit is we know what we have to do to make the shit crack. Just kind of have to be sleep deprived. Just have to sleep less. Because keep in mind, if I'm going to sleep at 10, right, it's two hours to 12 and it's uh, five more hours to five. I'm getting my seven hours in. Probably should be eight hours, maybe even more for my fucking malnourished fucking 19-year-old body. Probably needed more sleep than that. And 10, that's the goal. I'm really trying to get to sleep by 10, but might have a slow time burning CDs. Or it might be the time of the year where the Puyallup Fair is in town. Now you want to be burning them 100 packs. Might be up till midnight. Still want to be up by 5. Still want to go cut those copies of those cases out and make that happen. So you have to be a little sleep deprived to make it happen. Right? Gonna have to be one of those, uh, I'm a dark skin brother. So I'm gonna be one of them dark skin brothers that also has the extra dark around my eye and whatnot. And the kind of lumpy eyelids. What do they call those bags? Baggy eyes? Gonna have to have the baggy eyes and just be up cranking away at episodes, right? Uh, handling the household, plumbing issues again. I was actually uh, snaking the um, the drain down there, the basement drain, the floor drain, and fucking emptied out the whole damn snake and couldn't get all the way to the problem. So the problem is uh, deeper than 25 feet. Uh, if there is one there, you know, it's uh, I might have to call the Mountaineer plumbing folks out again, see how that has to crack. So just constantly up is the way to do it. And uh, Max came back and said, uh, that's a slippery slope into grind culture. The new self-made prison fan fad among bootstrappers. Because there are some people that would hear me talk about what the fuck I'm doing and be like, that's good. That's awesome. They think that's amazing that I'm just bootstrapping so damn hard. Uh Uh-uh. I have a disagreement. You tell me I'm bootstrapping so damn hard, I'm going to tell you... Willy-nilly nonsense. That's what the hell that is. I don't believe in bootstrapping, even though y'all see me as... There's really not a nefarious plan. Y'all just tinfoil hat wearers. All right. Capitalism is a nefarious plan, and we are not just tinfoil hat wearers. Jesus Christ. And it really is looking like I may um, snag up a part-time. I don't know. Like, maybe if there's some part-time shit early in the week, like Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, something like that. Hell, maybe even the weekend, right? Like, I'm typically off Sundays anyway, so I could pick up, like, some Friday, Saturday, Sunday shit and uh, cover some more whatnot and what have you, right? Because literally everything you fucking do is going to cost money, and uh, capitalism uh, does not incentivize the ownership class to pay you enough. All right, so I wanted to do that little riff um, coming off of Max. Maybe Max will hear this um, upload this morning and um, and then message me, and we'll come up with more to riff about. Shit, maybe even get Max on the, the gosh darn uh, telephone line. Uh, come hold it down with me, player. <laughs> now let's um, head on over here to the sea level rise sector of things. And, uh, oh, shit, it says two people are tuned in. Let me see if there's any... Um, here chat room activity sea level rise Whoop. sector of vocals overlapped all right okay yeah okay uh, no no one's um spitting anything in the archive chat space so on to the title of the episode all right regarding the um the hubris as it were so this is coming off of the folks over there at uh, cnbc.com 
And this article is up by Lindsay Jacobson. All right. Maybe even Lindsay Jacobinson. <laughs> um, and the title that they have up here, published uh, September 16th, is uh, In Areas Hit Hard by Climate Change, Only the Rich Can Afford to Stay. Well, what's happening in here, Lindsay? You tell us, Lindsay Jacobson. The rain fell steadily on Kurt Dyer's Miami Beach, Florida home on a mid-July day this summer. He opened the door to his garage and pointed to the flood already collecting in his driveway. He said it wouldn't be long until the whole garage flooded. Jeepers, creepers, and chimney sweepers. That sounds rowdy. Who wants a flooded garage? That's not popping. Uh, but uh, even though he faces daily nuisance flooding, what the fuck is that? Nigga, that probably just means you shouldn't be there with your human ass. Maybe more swampish creatures need that area. Take your mammalian human non-swamp ass somewhere the fuck else. Daily nuisance flooding. That is the language of entitlement. All right, uh, even though he faces daily nuisance flooding, uh, the 30-year-old, god damn these punk-ass kids, uh, the 30-year-old Miami Beach resident says he is not considering moving. Quote, it's paradise here, end quote. Now, Mr. Dyer estimates he's spending about $250,000 hairs in renovation cost, excuse me, to make his home more resilient to flooding, while that figure includes some upgrades to the uh, cabinetry in the kitchen. So he just cool with flooding in the kitchen? Uh, cabinetry, uh, what? Cabinetry in the kitchen. Those are the, I'm not misreading this. You go to CNBC.com, your damn self. Um, the cabinetry in the kitchen, the main structural change will raise the driveway three feet and pitch it. I don't even know what pitching it is. What the fuck is pitching a driveway? Let me, um, let me ingoogle myself here. What is pitching a driveway? All right, what is pitching a driveway? Grading a driveway site refers to the process of changing the natural levels of the ground. Driveway sites must be um, excavated so there is room to build a strong, durable base below the surface. The bottom of the site must have a slight pitch in order for the water to drain away from the home. Do they mean slope? All right, people that know more things than me, let me know if pitch is just um, uh, some sort of in, in industry insider vernacular for slope. Shit, I may need to pitch my driveway. <laughs> Fuck. Uh, <clears throat> the way that fucking car be scraping coming in. So, um, so pitching the driveway as well. Uh, and he's also raising the guest bedroom and bathroom four feet. Well, I'm sure that whenever he has a guest over, it's a comrade in need. Um... <laughs> Uh, so there's an associate professor by the name of uh, Jesse Keenan of the uh, of real estate at Tulane University. Uh, that's where the I think that's where uh, Chelsea Springler is down there, right? That's that uh, out there in Louisiana. 
and they say these types of resiliency fixes, which are preliminary available to the wealthy, they create a game of musical chairs with home equity. A game of musical chairs with home equity. Okay, let's see where they're going with this. I, that That's funky language. Uh, like, I think I understand it. A game of musical chairs. Like, so are you just um, lucky enough to be near something that's available and useful? Is that what they mean by musical chairs? Like, when the, when the music stops, do you just happen to be in the right spot? Is that where they're going with this? Let's see. Um, they continue saying... As long as homeowners like Mr. Dyer are able to sell their property at a higher price after resiliency investments, they come out on top. Ah, so that it's see it's it's an investment. And so if they can sell above, then um then they got return on their investments, so they came out on top. I don't see where musical chairs uh can be represented there or how that language applies. Um, eventually, however, a homeowner or a bank could end up losing everything if a flood or other disaster destroys the house and makes the property unlivable. Over time, the risk will increase, uh, will increase insurance rates and make it harder to get mortgages. Hmm. Uh, there's a, there's a quote from, uh, from this professor here. Uh, we anticipate a rapid decline in valuation. Only the wealthy can afford to live, for instance, in high-risk coastal areas because everybody else can't insure it and won't be able to get a mortgage. Ah, that's right. Yeah, because um, yeah, you to get the mortgage, the insurance part is required. And yeah, if the um, if the flooding is uh, <laughs> wait, what was the entitlement language they had at the beginning here? Da 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 da. Uh, daily nuisance flooding. If there's daily nuisance flooding, then yeah, your gosh darn um, <clears throat> uh, your insurance is gonna be way fucking high. Hell, I'm wondering when you look at like some rates of how much mortgages and how much insurance is, could folks be seeing insurance like exceeding the amount of mortgage or matching it, right? Or maybe even being like um like three quarters of what the mortgage is. Now nah, folks can't pay that, folks, cause that. That would just mean be, be like you're paying double rent. Like, why even buy, right? Now you're incentivized to not buy. Ah, capitalism does amazing things. Good old climate change. Good old sea level rise. All right. Uh, who be you? Let's see more. Ah, and they have a diagram here. So Kurt and Bruce's home. Okay, so they have a diagram of what uh, of what pitching it would be. And it does look like it is sloping. All right. So the article continues. In fact, homes exposed to sea level rise sell for about 7% less than their unexposed counterparts. Does that mean you need to sell faster before sea level rise comes up? So what do you um you make the expenditures and then um and then so you raise the value of the home so that you can sell it at a higher price and then sell it before you uh, you lose out on the investment? Is it a speed thing to hurry up and sell? Why even have houses here anymore? Capitalism fucked up that part of the planet for having houses on. No more houses there. Nah, that's not fun. All right. But as the article does continue, they say, um, 
it ex they can sell for about 7% less than their unexposed counterparts. Uh, according to a study published in 2019, uh, published in the Journal of uh, Financial of uh, Economics, that means um, someone actually did their own research. Uh, that discount jumps to 10% when the owner of the property is not living there. Ah, <laughs> so places are even worth less when they're owned by fucking landlords. Landlords drive down property value for all you pro-capitalist bootlickers out there that love things like property value. Landlords drive that down. You want better property values? Abolish landlords, fuckface. Hey, whatever. Nah, that's not fun. Um, they continue. Uh, flooding is the most common and most expensive natural disaster in the U.S., according to the good folks down there at FEMA. All right, and we know who FEMA is. They are the folks that control quarantine camps. Now, um... <clears throat> Uh, 90% of all natural disasters in the U.S. involve flooding and just one inch of water can cause $25,000 of damage to a home. In 2018, insurance information in the Insurance Information Institute survey found that only 15% of American homeowners have flood insurance. I don't think I have flood insurance. Uh, Keenan, the professor, fears that all this combined will lead to a situation where only the wealthy will be able to protect themselves from climate danger. Everyone else is incentivized to rent for life because then the corporation that owns the rental property can afford to just go ahead and fix that, but they're going to have to charge you a higher rent somewhere in the 2000. Uh, maybe 2.3 thousand and up neighborhood and don't worry you know folks will just have to be in abusive relationships with two or three incomes you know roommate it up matter of fact some of these larger older Victorian houses bungalows and whatnot <clears throat> they can just uh, add a couple mailboxes split those into triplexes and just collect multiple rents off of them so that the owners can better afford the damages. The rest of you, you needs to rent, okay? We kind of fucked up the planet, and you needs to just rent for the rest of your lives then, all right? The article continues without my commentary. <clears throat> um, Mr. Dyer said uh, registering his flood claims has been relatively simple because he and his husband are paying out of pocket for these major renovations, but it's worth it to make it to make his dream home complete. And he expects Miami Beach will continue to be livable for at least another 20 years. I love that it got it, like that it just it's inclusive. Classism is inclusive and that's the real progress. All right? I know, I know you anti-capitalist progressives thought that this was going in a bad place, but Mr. Dyer and his husband can handle it. All right? Now, yes, I'm sure that there are some queer kids, some trans kids out there that can't afford the same things as Mr. Dyer and his husband, but because they can afford it, 
you are included. You share in that prosperity by virtue of identity. Your welcome capitalism helped you. God damn it. Now, they can afford to just go ahead and do that. Raise it three feet. Raise it four feet. You know, slope that motherfucker. You know, pitch that driveway. Handle your business, man. Right? Get some resistant, resilient cabinetry in your kitchen. And maybe you can still sell, you know, maybe somewhere just just 5% below. And maybe even come out on top. But, um... There's some other information coming from some other nerds that got published over there at abc.net.au. All right, so this is the news that is hitting over there for folks out there in Australia. Shout out to the homie Dr. Mo holding it down, ready to clown. Uh, This article is up by Emily Olson. And the title that the editor gave them is Miami's Best Real Estate is Under Threat from rising sea levels so the wealthy are moving to higher ground interesting stuff now where it gets where it gets interesting for me in the article is i moved down a little further than the beginning and they have a subheading here building collapse could be a sign of things to come and the article continues beneath this subheading with all around miami Signs of climate change are visible to the naked eye. Sea levels around the region are rising to to an average of 9 millimeters a year, according to analysis of federal data. Now, of course, this was aimed at Australian folks. They know what millimeters are. I am an American. (laughs) I'm proud to be an American where we know inches and shit. And we don't do the metric system because Jesus wasn't involved with it. There's something in the 80s where they just wouldn't let us learn metrics. So let me do millimeters to inches because I am not that smart. Oh, is it about one inch? It looks like. No, it is. Oh, my goodness. It is a point zero three and then several more numbers of an inch. Three-tenths of an inch? Is that what that is? I have not mathed in quite some time. Huh. Let's see. Nine millimeters. What is nine millimeters in America? I'm gonna t- I'm literally I'm literally gonna type that in. Fuck with me. What is nine millimeters in America? <laughs> nine millimeter caliber. It immediately took me to fucking guns. <sighs> I don't even want to play this game anymore. <laughs> okay, there's a converterninja.com. That was a great inadvertent comedy moment. What is nine millimeters in, in America? And the first thing it takes me to is information about guns. Uh, conversion. Uh, let's see. One millimeter. Uh, nine millimeters, one inch. Okay. Okay, so an inch a year. There we go. Thank you, nerds, that tell me about something other than guns. <laughs> All right. All right, so one inch a year, according to uh, analysis of federal data. 
Uh, that's triple the global average, leaving more than 1,000, uh, 120,000 properties, properties at risk of being lost completely. More than triple the global average? What the fuck? Meanwhile in Florida, um, so the article continues, again beneath this uh, subheading deeper in the article, in the past two decades, um, remember uh, Mr. Dyer and his husband from the other article, Mr. Dyer is only three decades old, so these things are from when Mr. Dyer was 10 years old, maybe Mr. Dyer's parents should have been telling him about this or someone. <clears throat> in the past two decades, so-called sunny day flooding has jumped more than 320%, becoming such a common occurrence that residents can be seen paddleboarding down paved roads at high tide. Much of the city is built on reclaimed wetlands and barrier islands where engineers once chopped down protective mangroves and trucked in sand to cover over uh, porous limestone. Chloride ions uh, found in sea salt are carried to the base of these structures by flowing water or humid hurricane winds. Chloride can be uh, can eat through concrete, uh, rusting metal bars, and leaving buildings' foundations shaky. It's the kind of wear and tear that one can see walking through the city's historic districts, where uh, pastel-painted and uh, and deco buildings lend the city to uh, to ra- to raffish flair. I do not know that word, raffish. All right. Uh, Just north of the city on Surfside, a a condominium, a name for a popular Miami housing model where tenants own their individual apartments, collapsed uh, back in June, claiming 98 lives. Investigations into the cause are still ongoing, excuse me, but that hasn't stopped much of the public from pointing to climate change especially an old academic report showing the ground beneath a champion towers was sinking. All right. Remember Florida has those fucking sinkholes. All right. Like the way cartoons depicted quicksand when I was a child, like that's sinkholes. They will eat some shit. Not as fat, not that cartoon fast shit, but they will eat a fucking house. All right. Florida, um, has some uh, some of America's strictest building codes, but is also notoriously lax on regulation. There's no statewide requirement to inspect buildings as they age. Now, as I've been saying, ever since I learned the word libertarian, I have been calling Florida a libertarian wasteland since I was about 28, 29 years old. And God damn it, if they don't keep throwing confirmation bias my way, all right. So just a little bit more from this. Um, immediately following the collapse, officials um, called for buildings older than 40 years to be inspected for safety within 45 days. That prompted another apartment tower to evacuate its residents immediately, leaving 15 minutes to gather their belongings. 15 minutes. That's what we're talking about with this climate change shit. All right. So um. So let's let let's flip it back now. That that's what I wanted to grab. From my niggas over there at abc.com. Now back over here at cnbc.com. 
what at the at the um at the top of this article, right? The rain fell consi- fell steadily at court at Kurt Dyer's Miami Beach, Florida home. He's in Miami too. He's not in the area where these buildings are. He's still in Miami. The shit is still cranking up an inch a year. Hurricanes are still coming and will be increasing. All right. I don't know about um, tectonic activity in, in Florida. I lived there for 12 years. Didn't have one earthquake action happening. Um, and I hope that shit doesn't start cranking off there as well. But I don't think folks really should be hanging out in Florida much more any that gum more. Raise the fuck up out of there if you can. If you should so be able to pull a comrade up out of Florida, you know, and they're safe to have around, you know, pull that comrade up out of Florida. Um, uh, we have troubles with my biological sister. Um, uh, she is in Florida. And uh, what I'm interested in uh, beginning doing, I've actually already started. Right now, there's a whole hundred dollars in the pot, but I am, uh, I'm building a fund. Um, I've been essentially taxing myself uh, from my checks uh, where we're doing contract work here at the GM plant, and I'm uh, building up to 5000 and that's going to be the budget I'm going to get together and have 5000 set aside in the Wells Fargo bank account so that um, if it's time, if my biological sister is like, yo, I need to get the fuck up out of Florida, I have a $5,000 little budget right here, whoopity bing bang boom bomb blam, get you up here cranking up in the Midwest, you know, get one of these Midwest entry level wages and raise you the fuck up out of Florida, get you up here in, uh, in pure Michigan, don't worry, the driving doesn't change, right, if you're a Florida driver, you can be a Michigan driver, you'll make it here. You know, but uh, you want to get motherfuckers to fuck up out of here. You know, uh, Kurt Dyer over here in Miami has this hubris, right? Cuz is a homeowner. Cuz is obviously papered the fuck up. You know, uh, Cuz has good representation. <laughs> you know, I, on some level, Kurt Dyer is representation, <laughs> right? Because Kurt Dyer uh, owns this home with his husband. All right, so everybody is represented and it's getting a it's, uh, getting a fair shake. All right. You see, uh, you see Kurt here, pulled himself up by his bootstraps, and uh, you see Kurt didn't complain, Kurt voted. Kurt voted for Obama, and Obama helped him. <laughs> Wait, was Kurt old enough to vote for Barry? Hold up. That shit wasn't that damn long ago, right? Uh, 2012 was only nine years ago. Yeah, Kurt was old enough to vote for Barry. Yeah, when, when Kurt was 21 years old, Kurt got to go and uh and vote for Obama, and look how that worked out for Kurt. All right, Kurt voted, and now Kurt's a, a homeowner who can afford two hundred and fifty thousand dollar upgrades. And there's a lot of folks out there that need two hundred and fifty thousand dollar upgrades, and maybe you should have just voted for Obama, and you would have got those upgrades too. But you didn't want them, so now you don't have them. Now you're not living like Kurt and his husband. There's their shit is fly over there. Hell. I'd like to live in it. I think maybe Michelle will let us uh, raise the guest room maybe uh, four feet or so. If I could uh, get a couple more of those uh, Tubmans. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? $20 bills of Tubmans. That's, a, that, that's an economic joke for you broke motherfuckers out there that don't get money like Obama. All right, I can't. I, that, that's terrible. I can't keep talking like that. That's horrible. Uh, WineCellarMedia.com. Uh, <laughs> 
Uh, we have the patreon.com slash wine solar media fund folks. Uh, there is a PayPal dot uh, oh, uh, PayPal.me slash Phoenix and William. Jesus Christ. And uh, patreon.com slash wine solar media fund. And um, I'm coming right back at you with more of that shit. Let me just uh, get up here, go and do this Wednesday shift in this uh, GM plant knock it out rock it out and uh come back and do more wine cellaring because i am stuck in rise and grind culture please be as safe as possible wherever you are recording stopped